This episode of This Is Us Too is brought to you by MinuteWithMary.com. You guys know that I love being able to share some of my favorite things with you. I love to share with you shows and books that I love to geek out about, but I also love to share with you tips and tricks about makeup and skincare. And one of the most important things when it comes to your makeup is taking it off or else you're going to look like you've been aged 30 years but not as beautifully as Rebecca Pearson. Not going to lie. You don't wash your face. You don't look like that, right? That's right. You see what happens when I don't wash my face. I break out, man. It ain't pretty. (laughs) But the way that I like to take my makeup off is actually a cleansing stick that I recommend. It like melts the makeup off. It's very, very nourishing and hydrating on your skin, all of which is really good, especially as we go into the fall and winter, because winter is coming, my friends. So if you'd like to get your hands on my favorite cleansing stick, because you are a podcast listener of ours, we get a super duper special deal for you. You can head on over to minutewithmary.com slash discount to check it out. What is going on with you? You touched something. I did. What is going on with you? What? Jack. What? If you're competing with Corey for your son, you're going to win. I mean, that man in there, he could be uh, Albert Einstein, and you would still win. Because our son is always going to choose you. Always. But if you do that, if you make him choose, then Randall's gonna miss out on something really special. Something, something he really needs. And then where would that leave him? Providence, Rhode Island. Welcome to This Is Us Too. It's a podcast dedicated to the show This Is Us on NBC. So sit back, relax, and let's all have a good cry. Hey, everybody. How's it going? My name is Mary Larson. My name is Blake, and, I, and I'm you know, relatively happy that we were able to do this relatively on time yeah. on this episode. I can't I can't believe it. And hold on. <laughs> it looks like our little girl Hashtag uh, parent life. Our little lice is, li- little lass is joining us. Yes. What would you like? What would you like, darling? Um, the TV shut off. No, well, okay. There goes that. Well, uh how about this? How about okay. Mary, you go upstairs and okay. I take care of that and I will uh make sure that everybody here is entertained. <laughs> At least for the next couple minutes. And this is the beauty of doing a live podcast. A live podcast on Facebook because we are actually doing this live right now and uh yeah. Okay, well now we got that fixed. We're we're okay. We're back. <laughs> it just it just took a couple seconds to fix that up there. So I'm sorry about that, ladies and gentlemen. Mary's back. Here she is. Guess who's back? Get back again. Good job. I got you. Uh, so uh, wow, thank you for that little tangent, Mary. Oh my goodness! It gracious. is now today your story for okay. for this episode. All right. How did you relate to this episode on your personal level? What do you got? I skipped school one day. Only one day of my life. No, you didn't. No way. Yeah. So my high school boyfriend um, 
suggested that we skip school together. And I've never done it. I was always like straight A in case you guys haven't gotten the news. Yeah, I'm a nerd. Think? I like never wanted to leave school. I was so nervous that I would get in trouble and God forbid go to detention. I've never been to detention. I don't even know what happens there. It sounds crazy. <laughs> It's, I'm scared of it. Anyway, so, um, you know, we were seniors and he had this plan. He's like, listen, if you call the school and pretend to be your mom, you can call yourself out. And like, they won't make the phone call to double check on you. I'm like, okay, I can do this. Wow. So we played hooky. And I felt like such a rebel. Like when I was watching those scenes with Deja, like on the bus being like, we're doing this, we're doing this. That's what I felt. You want to know what I did? I went to Boston and I... Looked at colleges. No, you did. Oh my God! Continuing on the on the theme of last episode. So yeah, you like that's what are we such did a dork. on our like hooky day. Is we went up to Boston to go check out schools. No, God, please, no, no. Something that I legitimately no! could have had my no! mom call me out of school for. She could have wow. said, "Mary's not going to school today. She is doing a couple extra, you know, college visits." But instead, that's, yeah, yeah, that's what I played hooky to do. So instead of eating cheesesteaks, instead of seeing houses that look like Christmas lights, instead of eating whatever delicious icy ice cream yogurt thing that was, which I need, I wanted that. People, tell me, if you're in the know, is it like a slush puppy with soft serve on top? Because that's what it looks like. And if so, I want it. It's called, I think, a water ice. Whatever it is, I'm drooling thinking about it. Let's let's make sure it's a water ice. Did you play hooky, Blake? Uh, yeah, it's a water ice. Yep. Did you play hooky? Uh, you know the you know what the funny thing is? No, no, never did. Oh, never played hooky. Oh, you. wait, yes, I did. Okay, but it wasn't it wasn't me. Like, oh, hey, look at me, I'm so cool. It's yeah. Uh, my dad, I actually went to school. Uh, but then my dad got me. It was in second grade. My dad got me, and he surprised me with tickets to the Red Sox Oakland A's playoff game. In 1990, for the ALCS. Okay. And we went to the ALCS at Fenway Park, and I and I. But your dad. I, but knew. my dad didn't tell. My dad didn't tell my mom. He yeah. just took me, and we went out, oh. and, and and we went out to watch uh, baseball, uh, the the playoff game. Mm, okay. So I, I was in, I was in second grade. Okay. So yeah, it, that's awesome. So, guys, thank you so much for always. Uh, uh, subscribing to the podcast, listening to the podcast, going on YouTube, watching us there, or putting all the reviews, everything to on Facebook. You can follow us there. You can follow us on Instagram. You can follow us on Twitter, just Mary and Blake. And if you want to catch all the other podcasts that we have or any of the articles that we're writing, just go to maryandblake.com and you'll be able to find us there because we got a ton of good stuff. Yes. And again, thank you for all the reviews for This Is Us Too. They're coming in. Uh, like nonstop and it's just amazing so thank you for taking the time and thank you for listening to this is us too all right let's get into the show break it on down because someone i know who's in the same studio as me and it's not my cat lumos was so excited when the credits rolled oh my goodness when the credits rolled i heard yes and then one second yes! later, yes. <laughs> so the title for this one was the dinner and the date. Obviously, it probably could have been called the dinners and the date because it focused on two dinners and then one date. Obviously, yeah. Why did they call it the dinner? Um, I don't know. I'm not sure. Maybe, um, maybe we'd have to talk to the people that are writing it. Or, uh, I, I mean, because I mean, I, I suppose it is just it's focusing on dinner. 
and a date. I, I mean, just call it dinner and date. Uh, whatever. I, I'm not sure. The director, which is why, which was the first yes, the the, the director was Ken Olin, which again, he's the prime A1 director for This Is Us. And he's actually done a couple of different things in this episode that you really haven't seen uh, in This Is Us mm-hmm. so far. So mm-hmm. we'll, we'll get into that in a little okay. bit. And what we should have heard originally when we saw the writer, well, the writer is my girl. My girl Kay, love you, Kay. Kay Oyegan. <laughs> Kay, again, we're we're not like full bodyguard level creepy, like of my obsession with Kay Oyegan. Kind of are. We're, no, no, but, you're, no, you're, no, not bodyguard. No, no, you're no right. we're not okay. bodyguard no. level. Not but, like snow footprints outside. Yeah, no, you cut up little letters. Don't worry, Kay, if you're listening. She's I like, only, I'm stopping with this podcast. I, I only have a shrine. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, he only screams yes when he sees Kay's name on the credit. That's the, right. Kay Oyegan uh, graduated uh, to a full-time writer in season, I think it was season three of This Is Us. She was uh, a, a staff writer for the first two seasons. I think, Kay, if you're listening, I apologize if you came in, if you came on as a full writer uh, in the second season. Uh, but every time she writes, she just writes the best freaking episodes, including mm. R&B and... Um, she has some other other amazing episodes that oh uh, this big amazing beautiful life she mm-hmm. wrote that uh just fantastic stuff so when i saw her name oh man i just Blake you know what she, she deserves another one and I will always love you. that's right Kay. i got you girl all right, Marvin, what do you got for your lemonade rating on 4. this 9. one 4.9 all right why are you giving it a 4.9 i felt a lot of feels a lot of feels, man. I love when there's some Jack Pierce in the episode. You mm-hmm. guys all know I've been really nervous about how this season was going to go. I didn't know how Jack was going to be interwoven. And, and these scenes, these model scenes are being woven beautifully. I think that it's really cool how um, how we're able to see the father figure of Jack now represented again in Randall and how much alike they are in the sense that, you know... Uh, we got an awkward situation, oh, right? We're having dinner. Like this is this is we're gonna have these chats, and we're just gonna see how this all goes. Um, I don't know. I felt really awkward, and then there were moments when I wanted to cry tears of joy, and I had little butterflies. And when I get that, the score is fantastic. Yep, totally agree. How about I you? Uh, for me, uh, I'm giving it a four eight, which is pretty much a five. Yeah, it's pretty much a five for me. Uh, this is right in line with the pool episode for mm-hmm. me, uh, and I like it specifically because there. The This Is Us, the show, is continuing this thread of having flashbacks play out linearly from the previous episode. So we've had like a series of episodes here where the flashbacks all kind of fit together yes they started one story and they carried the story out and then they moved on to another set of stories and then carried that story out and i really like that because it makes for like a streamlined version of what they're trying to say Mm -hmm. and to aid all of that another important thing that they're doing is that they're providing this linear this emotional through line for each episode for the entire story so for example uh 
a couple of episodes ago, it was like the celebratory dinners. And we're going to, you know, it was Jack and Rebecca with their dinner when they first moved into the house. And then there was the dinner when they were moved into the new house later on after Jack had died. Then it was golf. They had a golf episode and it, it pertained to both the flashbacks in some sort and the present day storyline. And here again, we have another emotional through line, which is the dinner between Deja's parents and Malik's parents or Malaysia or Dajik, if you will. <laughs> Which one do you prefer? Uh, I'm kind of in the Dajik Can category. you even say it? Is if I question. could, I would. There you go. We're just going to, we're going to slide past the fact that I can't say <laughs> it. <laughs> uh, and they, they provide this emotional through line uh, along with the dinner that's had between uh, the teacher and the Pearsons. Okay. And I really like that. It makes much more easier viewing experience uh, for the for the for the viewer, and it tells a clearer and more concise story than what happened in season three. In season three, I felt like they were all over the place, like in telling different stories, and it just it felt like the Pearson of the week. And you can't do that while you're sprinkling in new people. Absolutely, there's too not. much to juggle. And I agree with you. This has helped me. No longer have the fear of hashtag who are they? Right, because it, it, you have this safety of knowing. Okay, there's there's a, there's something here that they're breaking down. Maybe it's the dinner. Maybe it's golf. Maybe it's the other stuff. But I know what I'm getting, mm-hmm. and I feel like this is something that they probably learned from season three. They had the new characters. They were telling all the different stories, and it was just there was no continuity. It was just like, okay, we're telling this, and it's like yep. again, again, going back to X Files. It's monster of the week. <laughs> or or it's like CSI. It's yes. the it's the crime of the week. That's what I felt like we were getting in season three. And now very different. Very different. But more serialized storytelling. I'm I think. digging season four. I'm digging season four too. Yeah. I, I'm much more than season three. All right, what do you got for your GBG on this? <laughs> okay. One? GBG time. My good is the pantry wine for a win. I only wish I could have a pantry mm-hmm. because I would keep a bottle of wine in there too. Here's a question. How long can you keep a bottle of red wine which has been opened oh. on a shelf? I, that I don't know. How long has Beth been sipping from that, or has that just been her little sip bottle tonight? <laughs> it's probably just for the day. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but well done, Beth. Well done. Uh, it was just a fun scene. Um, my bad. It's nothing to do about the writing, the acting, anything. It's just how awkward I felt upstairs with the mamas. What do you Ooh. mean? Oh, yeah. That's when you start to like scoop back in your chair. They... They created that scene, the entire team, so well that I uncomfortably shifted oh, in my yeah. seat. Yep. So well done, team. Well done. That was. And good. then my great was um, um, <sighs> Malik walking in and helping Deja feel like she was a regular mm-hmm. at the the cheese steak place. Yeah, that was good. Like the entire date was great, but at that moment, I got on the Malik train. Really? I did. That was the moment. It's cheesy, but it, it's true. Oh, cheesy? <laughs> I saw I'm, what uh, you did there. Oh, my God. I saw what you did there. You're welcome. You're welcome, Blake. <laughs> All right. My good so far. Uh, what do I got for my good? My good is there was this really cool thing that they did with the montage between Deja and Malik. Dajik, if you will. There you go. Hey. I said it. Oh, yep. Yep. I said it. Okay. Uh, there's this We're way committing. that can. Uh, why you, you like the Malaysia one better? No, I don't like either of them. 
<laughs> but I, you know, I don't like the Malaysia. Uh, yeah, Malaysia is it's it's confusing. Are we talking about the country? Are we talking? Yeah. What, like, what, what I don't we? dig Malaysia. I yep. dig. Dijik I dig Dijik better. more than Malaysia. But then I just want to say DiGiorno, and I want to be like <laughs> Grey Poupon. <laughs> Wait, what, what's DiGiorno? DiGiorno's <laughs> 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 pizza. <laughs> Can you can't tell it's 5.44 p.m. and I'm hungry? <laughs> I just talked about cheese sticks being my favorite part of the episode. <laughs> now we're talking about Dijon. Dijon, Dijik, and all, DiGiorno. Hey, yeah. <laughs> now you can't hear it, guys. Next time you hear Dijik, you're going to hear. Oh it's not delivery. you hear us cackling. It's DiGiorno. <laughs> It's not delivery. It's Dajik. <laughs> All right. So my great, there was this moment between Dajik uh, where they're obviously doing the montage and they have skipped school. And Ken Olin does this really cool thing as they're walking down like the hallway with all the pictures and everything. He follows them and he's directly right behind the two as they're mm. walking and it's a yeah. handheld camera. Mm-hmm. So you can feel the movements as they're walking, as yep. they're going down the hallway. So you feel like you're walking in and out of the people following them it's almost like you're sp- you're the third person trailing behind yeah you're spying on them as they experience this Creepy. and man it just that it i works. really i it that stood out to me because that's not something that this is us does quite often mm-hmm. it doesn't have that it doesn't have that trail feel yeah, to it yeah. uh, which is really cool uh the bad for me there was this moment in the editing when malik was when they were laying down twilight style say it out loud. <laughs> Hold on. Say it out loud. There's this moment as they're holding hands and you can see him kind of like move to- like like move his shoulders like he's going to go give her a kiss, but they cut it out. And all of a sudden, Deja has this reaction like, "Oh, I, I can't do that. I can't do that." But it's almost like they made the cut like a half a second too late. And you could see him make the move, but nothing ever happens because of it. Do you know what I mean? Like, go back and watch it. You'll see. Okay. And I, it was, it was just a little distracting. I watched and I was expecting him to go for a kiss, and it never happened. And then it started to, and then it was just gone. And then and she reacted that way. My great was a tie. Uh, Randall first asking Darnell, uh, "What are you doing?" When he's when he's starting to take shirt. off his shirt, yes. and you're thinking like he's getting ready to, you know, throw hands. Yes. Uh, I thought that was great. Uh, I just I loved how Sterling K. Brown delivered it. It mm-hmm. felt really cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, for, but the the real cool thing is what my girl K. My girl K. Does <laughs> to make you think or to make you realize it's not just this teenage love. It's not just this infatuation that's happening mm-hmm. with Deja and why she likes uh, why she likes Malik. It's the feeling that he gives her <sighs> when she realizes, oh my gosh. I know what I'm, I know I've seen this before, that yep. feeling of home, that yep. feeling of togetherness when she's with her mother yep. and uh, uh, American treasure, Pam Greer, her grandmother. Um, that feeling is what she gets when she's with Malik. That is so special. So and good. to be able to translate that with these cool runners that they have and these memories flooding back into Deja's mind. Mm-hmm. Just really cool, man. Just, uh, oh, it's my girl I K. It. It's my girl K. I dig it. I dig K, man. I dig <laughs> K. Me too. All right, you ready for ready for big three? Yes. 
And we said... That's three. Big three? Big three! Our friend Bailey writes in, this episode is a whole bunch of awkward tension... Let's see if I can try that again. I'm Ron Burgundy? Wow, Mary. Okay. Once again, <laughs> like, just think about cheesesteak. Um, <laughs> Bailey says, this episode was a whole bunch of awkward tension on top of more awkward tension. That being said, I still give this episode a 4.5 lemonade rating. The good. When Beth took Randall into the pantry and drank the wine. Randall's reaction and facial expressions were perfect and made for a great laugh out loud moments. Totes agree, Bailey. There was that moment when he was like, so are you going to keep drinking? Okay. Yep. Yep. I feel like literally we've had moments of life where you're like are you going okay yep. whether we're doing that not just about any yeah it could be about anything this yep. is a choice we're making <laughs> <laughs> bailey's bad was all of the cringe tension between both dinner parties no breaks from the awkwardness but that's life sometimes it's just awkward and cringy until it pops and then it settles so while it's bad i suppose it's necessary in the great deja's character development in this episode we finally get to see a deeper side to deja we get to see what's important to her when she's telling malik how much she truly respects her parents despite skipping school and bailey's bonus great oh my gosh you want to know what our kids call that bailey what's that so we have our gbg yep and our daughter doesn't like to stop at the good, bad, great. Mm-hmm. She then has a BG, a best great. Oh, look at you. So Bailey has a bonus great. So I, I love it. Uh, when Malik took Deja to see the Christmas lights, all the feels and goosebumps. <laughs> uh, Ver- Veronica Defoe says four and a half lemonades because it didn't make me cry or tear up. And I prefer when it does. It's okay, though, because I've been bawling over Queer Eye Japan and needed a break from tears. <laughs> The good, that follow-up in the dinner invite with the teacher and his wife, and the fact that neither Rebecca or the teacher's wife were looking forward to it. I am in on that awkwardness. Bad was Malik's mother's attitude toward Deja, and the great was Deja standing up to her parents while being very respectful and extremely oh gosh, eloquent. Seriously, seriously. Such a classy girl. And seriously. It, it brought you back to that moment when she talked to Randall back a, a, a number of episodes when ago. When she took him. When she took, and she's like, she loves you. Yep. And you need to to get it straight. Yep. I just I thought that was really good. And she has these moments that, that are excellent. And uh, the second one was Rebecca telling Jack to not make Randall choose and pointing out that Jack would always win. Mm-hmm. That actually got mm-hmm. me close to tearing up. Actually, you know what? That got me to tear up. I'm not going to lie. I did. Lacey writes in and gives this episode 3.5 lemonades. The good, the dinners. I really liked the parallel dinners. The bad, it felt weird to have this episode thrown in when the rest of the season has seemed so much about Kevin. They were picking up steam with his storyline and then it gets put on hold for this episode and the great Malik taking Deja to the houses. He knew exactly what she was talking about and he wanted to show her. Well, Lacey, you know, I think... I, I think you have a, a valid argument about that one. I would say, though, that they probably put the Kevin and Cassidy storyline on ice because you just can't have them go too far too quick. I remember, we're doing 18 episodes here, mm-hmm. and they have a specific goal in mind. So they got to put them in, you know, in story jail for, for at least a couple well, of I episodes. Mean, we know Kevin got some action. Kate got some action. Mm-hmm. Randall used to get action. Now he's going through some awkward stuff. I mean, maybe, you know, they probably took out some steam later that night. Right. But, um, yeah, I I agree. We have 18 episodes. You know what would be interesting is to see if they divide the episodes to be character specific by six. 
Ooh, that'd be good. To really have broken it up evenly throughout the big three. Oh, That'd yeah. be a fun like reflection at the end of season four. That's a good That's a good uh, idea. I, I like that idea. Because you don't want it to be like, Kevin for six straight episodes and then never see him again. So we obviously got like a major point. Mm-hmm. We've already gotten the major point of where Kate and Toby are going this, this season. Sure. And now this episode was able to give us, pretty concisely, <laughs> the major point of the Pearson family right, right. part two. So where are we with Beth and Randall and their story? My initial thought is that we're kind of back to what those two did well together in the first two seasons, which is just be that superstar couple that gets mm. through life together and they're back in sync you know we have beth talking about open-toed shoes and open minds oh, I loved that. and then immediately going back on it <laughs> and then basically throwing hands with the other mom oh. like there was that moment when she walked up to her and i was like oh boy and both of the husbands yeah. put their hands on their right shoulders slowly walked back Do very you think beth, slowly beth got in fights in high school no i don't I don't either. I don't think so. Where did this come from, Beth? Because uh, I think that she is just a she's mama a bear. She's a mama bear. That's she's it. a mama bear. Don't mess with her babe. She's a mama bear. And they did a great thing with the dinner where they, where Kay and the other writers, and I think even Ken Olin, sets up this idea that it's going to be a problem between Randall and Darnell. I'm not ready for this phase of my life. Absolutely not. Like, I have a problem with your kid. Henceforth, I have a problem with you. An adult yeah, no. who's my same age. I don't think I can do that. It's going to happen. That, that's why I don't want to have any dinners. I don't want no, I don't want any dinners. I'm all about the dinner life. Nope, want no dinners cuz then I got to have awkward dinners like this. It makes a great TV. It sucks in real life. <laughs> cuz then they have to you have to wait for them to leave. Ooh, you're oh, right. Oh god, no thank you. No. Nope. No thank you. I'll be taking my shirt off but just just with no tattoos. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> I don't think anybody wants to see that. No, uh, not at dinner, baby. They, they did this dinner. they did this thing where they they set you up thinking that it was going to be a problem between Darnell and Randall. Yes. And uh it wasn't. It was the it was the moms that mm-hmm. had the problem, and I didn't see that coming. Uh, did you see that coming? No. no. No, not at all. Not at all. I mean, especially because Beth was the one that was like, "And I invited them to dinner," you know, like she was just <laughs> excited, you know, and yep. um, yeah, nope. She that I did not see that coming. I agree. Well done. This is us team. The, the, one of the problems I'm having with Omar Epps is that. He was in this movie called The Program. It was about college football okay. and how they bribed, well, not bribed, but they gave money to kids to come play college football. And, it, and kids were taking steroids and uh, and it was it was just uh, a great movie. Okay. And he, Omar Epps, was a kid in the movie. It was like in the late 90s. And he, okay. was, he was like the, the star running back. And he came in and they were giving him money. And his name in the movie was Darnell. Stop. His name in the movie was Darnell Jefferson. Okay. And I, whenever they see, whenever I see Darnell, I think this is Darnell Jefferson grown up. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. what I think. I can appreciate. I it's, can appreciate. It's so funny. Um, can we talk about the date? I mean, I know there's the dinners, but let's talk about the date. Let's talk about yes. the happy, lovey, skipping school, very uh, Romeo and Juliet. I love that they were able to like, you know, kind of point that out because this was it. This was going against parents' wishes, you know, having these little, little secret rendezvous that really is just so perfectly high school mm-hmm. because so much of their lives, you know, where are you? We know where you are. We know your friend group. And they got to have a day to themselves. Mm-hmm. And I loved that, you know, Deja hasn't felt like anywhere's been really home for her. Sure. 
And he helped her feel that way, not only presently, but was able to tie it to her past. And that's why he feels like a piece of home. Well, I mean, he didn't knowingly tie it to her past. She brought up like specific, you know, specifically the Christmas lights. Yes, that's that's true. That's true. So do you think he intentionally brought her to that point because he knew that she was that's what she was talking about? Yes. Yeah, you think? It'd be like if someone said, oh, I went to Rhode Island. I saw this big blue bug. Yeah, that's true. That's you take true. them to the big blue bug. Yep, fair that's enough. a thing, guys. Google it. Fair yes, enough. it is a big blue bug on our highway. <laughs> that's true. Just Google it. It's actually in Dumb and Dumber, as a matter of fact. <laughs> There's that scene when they're driving out of Rhode Island on 95, and you see the big blue bug. That is true. Yep. It's on a big building off the side of the highway. <laughs> this is our state. <laughs> um, what do you think? What was the best part of the date then? If you want to talk about the date, let's let's do it. What's okay. the best part of the date in your opinion? Um, aside from like the twilight, let's lay down in grass and just not admit that the grass is tickling the back of our necks. <laughs> Worst feeling ever. Um, do you think the... Uh, a part of I thinks, loved the holding, the fingers creeping and holding oh, hands. That, that was, was my good. favorite part. That was very real. Yes. That was very real. The other thing that was very real for me, too, is actually Deja walking out and being like, dude, I can't do this. Like, yep. I got, you got a kid. Like, that that's serious stuff. Mm-hmm. I can't do that. I got plans for my life. I can't, I, I can't be, you know, anchored down by something like that. And who knows? Who knows who you are? This is all just so quick. Mm-hmm. I'm out. And then Malik says, I don't have game. She was, that was my first girlfriend. I, you you can see it in his face that it was yes. it was a mistake you know it was and as i'm sure as much as he loves his daughter he loves janelle it, it it's still a mistake and it was something that he they definitely weren't planning on and like that happens in real life right that that happens where kids get together they you know they they uh they bump some uglies they uh and that's it yeah no it truly does happen so but i like the fact i like the fact that he was just saying i have no game this is just me this is it this is me you know i I like that um (laughs) this is me yeah yeah, i do i do i do uh hashtag greatest showman (laughs) (laughs) um how about the pearson family part one dinner so this is this is what i'm going to be differentiating them pearson family part one jack rebecca yes pearson family part two is beth and randall beth and randall okay Jack and Rebecca, this that scene between the two as she's walking out, uh, and he's he, she walks out of the kitchen. He goes to get the pies or whatever, and he's like, "Yeah, what, what's what's wrong? What's the problem?" I love the fact that Rebecca calls him out on it, and I love the fact that he doesn't even realize what he's doing. Like he knows what he's doing, and there's no love lost between the two. What's most interesting for me is Rebecca saying, Jack, Randall will always choose you. Yes. You're his dad. Yes. But you want to know the funny thing is? What? She's the one who makes the decision to keep William out of Randall's life because she's afraid that William will... Oh, my gosh. ...do what he does. Whoa, wicked heavy, man. I know. I know. And Here she not- is, like, throwing this all out, and she probably doesn't realize till bedtime. And she's like, oh, man. <laughs> but the ironic good, thing, good thing nobody knows what I did. The, the I, I write, and she keeps it from everybody. She keeps it from Randall. She keeps it from Jack. And she's making, she's actively making this choice, Becca, to keep w- William out of his life. How can you keep that secret? 
I wonder so, if she had a diary that she got it all out in. I know. Dear I know. diary, tonight I told Jack that he would always always win, except you <laughs> and I know the truth. Um, Jack would still win. <laughs> and you know, the other thing that I really like too is that they that the writers and, and specifically Kay, obviously because she wrote it. Um, this is just going to be a Ko Yegan love fest. Sorry, I, I apologize. Um, she portrays both Corey Lawrence and Jack as kind of right and kind of wrong. Like, yes. and there was that moment between the two of them. Sauropods. Sauropods. Oh yeah, where it's or like the uh, the um, gosh, the what, what's the event called? I'm being really oh mad. The, uh, the Afro. Um, Oh, I can't. I, but where I, she bought the earrings from. Yeah, right, right, yes. right, right. Uh, but there was this great moment where he's like, oh, yeah, it's not a problem. I'll take it. And then the wife is like, no, 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 Corey. No, 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 no. We'll, and then we'll, it's, you should probably take your, you should probably take your family. Yeah. <laughs> dig <laughs> when it, you, dig when it, When you dig have it. one. Like, they, they're both right and they're both oh, very wrong. Gosh, it is so great. So it's not, it's not clear either way. Can we just give a shout out for Kevin? This is going to be the most boring. Oh, my <laughs> it's a God. Grown- oh, my God. It's a grown-up Randall. <laughs> One of my favorite lines. I need to give this to, to young Kevin. I still love it, man. Seriously. We still love it. It's like, oh, my God. It's a grown-up Randall. <laughs> it is. It is. Oh, man. That was, that was excellent. And, you know... I think that's one of the great things about this episode is because, you know, we are dealing with some real awkward tension throughout the whole, throughout oh, yeah. the whole you know, like viewing experience. And, yep. you know, that's not really something that This Is Us does all that much. You know, it, Being it's, awkward? Yeah, but like, like this. watching the same well, show. Well, this kind of awkward. <laughs> You're right. Like cringeworthy, I moved and shifted in my seat. Awkward. We yeah. had it a lot during, hey, during dinner when Randall brought up the whole like, oh, my mom kept this secret from me my entire life. Yes. Man, you know, here's my question, listeners. Do you guys have this stuff happen at dinner? Like, does it does it go down at dinner? Blake, does it go down at my family dinner? I feel like it goes down. It my- usually goes down because you incite stuff. Yeah. You say, like, Mary does this thing. <laughs> Mary does this thing that she knows what makes her parents uncomfortable. Yeah. And, like, Ma- Mary is not one to swear. She's not really one. Like, she, oh, trust me. She, she will, she will, she'll drop a few bombs when she needs to. But, she doesn't like, she's not like it's, me. It's not, yeah. It's, it's not, not part my, of your vernacular. No. Right? No. It's just not part of your world. No. And it's not that you're prudish. It's just. It's y- just, I have a much more expansive vocabulary. Right. And me, I, <laughs> I, I'm a trucker. I, I, I'll, I'll swear all day. And that's just part of my charm, if you will. Oh, okay. Yes, yes. But you don't use language like that necessarily for shock value with your family. No, no. Mary does that. Mary yeah. absolutely says and does things like swearing like when she knows it like it makes her family uncomfortable mary's family is very like god-fearing pious people who are just very proper like they send us cat silly cat videos in in our facebook messenger family that's scandalous enough yeah that is scandalous enough yeah uh but mary you know is is out there dropping bombs in front of them just to like incite things 
And that's true. She does that. So yes, Mary, that I, does you're happen. You're making me sound like a terrible person. No, I'm, you're not a terrible person. It is what it is. When it's, I think that my family is being a little too Stone Age in 2019, and I'm trying to make a point and let them know that things have changed. Yes. I will often just do that. It's like my way of being a 13-year-old wearing too much eyeliner. Like, I'll be like, <laughs> it's fine for this. To-. Like, I'll never forget when we first saw White Christmas and oh. the dance scene, the the dance scene, um, they, when they added the Technicolor, yep. um, what I think were supposed to be red gloves. Were like pinkish. Were pinkish. And I remember my dad saying, they must have had a gay costumer. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> I was like, excuse me? And he was like, don't you get it? Because they're wearing pink gloves? No, God, please, no, no. No, no, Michael. Mind you, this is like no! years and years and years and years and years ago. <laughs> but I was like, yeah, that's when I dropped dropped definitely something. Yeah, you definitely did. So, yes, <laughs> I, I think I think so. Let's just go down that route. <laughs> I think this does happen in people's lives. I think these dinners do happen. I wonder if you know cause when we're watching television, it's all dramatized, right? So like these like like. Jack Bauer in 24. How many bad days can this one guy have in his life? How many people can he really kill? How many terrorist plots can he foil in his life? In 24 in hours. In 24 hours, right? So it's dramatized. And that's that's part of the thing that you know. Like, There's no way that these many people have this many dinners with this many people and it's that awkward. It just it doesn't happen. Though, you can take it as a snapshot in time and, and the things that they're trying to accomplish for the story. You know, I was actually thinking about this um, the other day. I was in my office and I was looking at the till uh, of money that I have in, in one of my offices. And I remembered back to season three when Jack was plotting to steal the money from the oh till of the gosh. cash register yes. from the gangster that just beat him up. And I was like, God, that was so dumb. It was so dumb. And there's no chance a real person would do that. I don't care how desperate they are. They just, especially when they just got their butt kicked by, uh, by some gangsters, you know, from, because they, they, they took their money in a poker match. Uh. There's no way that, that that would happen. It was just drama for the sake of drama. And, but they were trying to accomplish something. They were trying to accomplish um, a level of dramatization mm-hmm. with with that. So you kind of have to suspend your disbelief there for a little bit, you know? Yeah. It, I mean, it is, it is what it is. It's a show. It's a show and it gets dramatized. <laughs> and so they're going to have these we awkward get a little dinners. too deep in the show, but yes. Yes. But this is why This Is Us is so fun to talk about because, like you said, there are certain aspects where it's overly dramatized. But for the most part, you can see yourself in someone's shoes in the in each episode. Absolutely. And this is where I think, again, this, pardon the, pardon the, the K-Love fact. Kay does an excellent job. I'm the Kevin in this episode. Uh, that, that's what I would have been. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this dinner's getting great. Like, that would have been me. <laughs> Kay does this thing where she, there, there's a lot of comedy in this episode. There is a lot of dramatic stuff. There's yeah. a lot of tension. And to break that tension with 
good balance, mm-hmm. like any good writer would do, there has to be something else that breaks that tension in order to, in order for it to ramp up. And then you have to let loose at some point. Otherwise, you just can't do it, right? You mm-hmm. cannot do it. And you you accomplish that, I think, in multiple ways. Either you have someone break the tension like Kevin. Oh, this is getting good. Or this is a grown-up Randall. After Jack, Jack spouting off woods left and right. Yeah, it could be birch. It could be maple. But it's too soft. You know, like, you know, absolutely something I would have done. Um See, but that's what that's what's so fun is that you might look at this and you'd be like, "Be like, wow, this is like extreme," but I don't think it is. I think it's the perfect storm, and every once in a while you get a perfect storm like that, and that's what the show is so flipping sure, good about. Sure, is that the show is us. So, but I li- I liked the comedy. I liked the, the the comedy associated with all the different characters mm-hmm. and how. And then you have, of course, you have that great "This Is Us" moment too for uh, the, the Pearson dinner part one, which is Jack essentially going to Mr. Lawrence and just saying, look, I'm sorry. Yeah. And they both apologize because they both know they're wrong. Yeah. They like, both know not, they're wrong. Not, not great, Bob. Like, y- y- you done messed up, both of you, and you both know it. But they're doing it for the right reasons. Correct. I don't know if the same thing is happening in the Pearson dinner part two. You can see it a little bit with your boy Donnell and, and with, with, with Randall. But the moms, the moms are at each other. The moms are at each other. It's like, the mama bear. <laughs> Don't mess with my kid. Uh, I, I mean, Beth's saying, this woman's about to make me come out my spirit. Like, oh, man. Oh, man. That, that's, that's some that's fighting What does words. that even mean? I don't even know. It's that this good that I don't even know. about to make me come out my spirit? Maybe the spirit of, <laughs> we sound really dumb right now. But maybe it's just the spirit of the event that she was trying to accomplish. You know, open toes, open minds. Um, I don't know. I, I'm not 100% on that. Not 100. Maybe it's like Philly talk. Maybe she's developed uh, some Philly stuff. I wouldn't be surprised. Like Wicked Pissa. I like, know what that means. That's a Boston thing. Yeah, I understand that. <laughs> yeah, maybe. I don't know. I, I, I could be wrong. Make me come out my spirit. Make me come out my spirit. I'm going to Google that. I, hold on. It's a lot of Bible stuff. No, 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 no. No, it is. No, no. I don't want to get into it. <laughs> I don't care about the Bible because stuff. Because it's saying spirit. I don't really care. <laughs> uh, another thing that the episode really does well, and for the most part, this season is doing well on the whole, is it just focused. It focused itself on a couple of different narratives. And that's about it. It focused on the dinner narrative and it focused on the date narrative. Granted, there were a bunch of different characters that were involved in those stories, but it focused on those things. And that, again, that builds on the streamlining of, of each episode, the theme that they're trying to accomplish. Like, we're going to focus on one thing here and we're going to build off of what we tried to accomplish in the previous episode. Yes. Having said that. I, I know we chatted about a little bit earlier. Oops. Don't go banging mics Sorry. now. Don't I'm, go banging the mic. The cat just threw me off. She scared me and like it made me jump for a hot second. <laughs> Lumos is paying us a visit. Oh, goodness. I, we talked about it a little bit, but I want to get into it a, a tad bit more. All right. Which is your reaction to this season as opposed to last season. I feel like this season is way more on par with seasons one and two. 
And I think that's a really good thing. How about you? Do you think this is better than season three? Well, take me back. Remind me what was happening this time, this many episodes in for season three, because I know I'm not the only fuzzy person. Hopefully I'm not. Hopefully there's some of you listening and scratching your head saying, thank you, Mary, because I forgot. There's so many dang episodes in this show that I don't know where we were. And you know, that is kind of um, the point. Because if if you can't remember what happened in those seasons, like if for shows that you love, for seasons of television that you love, you if if I told there you was, there was Jack stuff going on in season one with his brother, and there was William stuff going on. Go, you know, you got all oh, the in season one stuff. Okay. Yep. Um, then was Kevin drunk in season two? <laughs> and was Kate meeting to- Kate meet Toby season one? I assume. Yeah, that was. I don't really know, man. Season three is a blur. Was season three the Nikki Vietnam year? That was the Nikki Vietnam year, and that and that's what I'm saying. So, but like, I it, loved being in Nam. But if right, but after that, like, what do you really remember of season three? Not much. Um, like if I if I said to you, uh, tell me about Outlander episode one oh seven. See, I can't. Nope. Yeah, I don't do this, man. I don't play this way. I you don't, don't do. You don't num- remember? There was uh, the Garrison Commander, and what was the next episode? The wedding. Absolutely, you were able to know that it was the wedding. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. That's an episode of television. Like Kate That's a got season pregnant of- in this season. Kate um, was having trouble getting pregnant. Yes. Kate so, was being the, um, you know, being a singer. Uh, yes. Yeah. Adelegrams. Yeah. You know, you're right. Season three was kind of boring. Okay, so, oh, episodes, uh, 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 episode 307, which is actually one of my favorite episodes. It was sometimes... That was the episode with Jack and Nikki. And remember, Jack goes on the uh, on the ride to go get his brother. Take it back. And and he takes his uh he he takes the ride with the guy. Are you sure you're not just like needlessly hating on season three? No, I don't think I'm needlessly hating on it. I don't. I think okay. we're. I just think we're in a better situation. I mean, um, hold on. Yeah, actually, you know, here's a better idea. I will look up. Season three. People episodes. are like trying to jog and do different things with their lives right now, and they're like, "Why am I listening to these two jabronis?" Uh, okay, um, let's let's just take a look at this. Ready? Um, Blake. Season three, episode three. Katie girls. Remember what happens in Katie girls? Nope. Nope. Don't. Couldn't even tell you. Um, oh wait, mm, is that the shirt? Was that the pool with the shirt? I don't nope. really know. No. Because that would probably have been named Pool. Here's one episode, uh, season three, episode one, Nine Bucks. You remember what happens in Nine Bucks? Nope. You don't remember that? Nope. That was the one where they go to the fair and he only has oh, nine yeah. bucks? With the apple? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, let's see. I'm going to fail at this right now. I feel under the pressure. All, all I'm saying is that there were only a couple of episodes that you remember the things that happened in them. And that that lends itself. If, if you, if for someone who does a podcast about this show, if you can't immediately recall the things that happened in those episodes uh-huh. then you got a problem you got you got an issue okay uh and it, that just speaks I've to got I think, an issue well not like... you but just the show itself oh man the show itself okay um season three episode 13 our little island girl remember that yep what was that that was a uh, best relationship with her dad that's correct a- absolutely good job and dancing yep um uh, 
Yeah, you know what? I hated all the dance stuff. <laughs> this was all dance time and like Beth learning to dance and like, I want to go to class. Oh, well, this is going to take time. Oh, and it was the whole politician. Yep. Get rid of the R&B properties because nobody cares about that anymore. Mm-hmm. Yep. I totally, I, I get it. You're right. This was the dance time. Season three, episode 15, the waiting room. Oh, in the hospital. That's right. That and they were all very... just sitting in the in, in the waiting room. That was it. Yeah. Yep. That was good. That was a good episode. It was okay. You had Songbird Road, part one and two. Yeah. It wasn't um, a bad season, man. I think it was like a, if I were to rate that season so far, it would be like a 4.3. Why, why are we talking about this? Because we're talking about it in <laughs> conjunction with season four. Okay. I think season four is is closer to like so far okay. uh, a 4.7-ish okay. for me. All right. So that 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 is what it is. Anything else you got about this particular episode, my darling? <laughs> no. Uh, for episode four oh seven. No. Nothing. No. All right. Ready for some in and out? <laughs> Say yes. Yes. That a girl. What's it gonna be, McFly? Are you in or out? All right. First in or out. Skipping school. In or out? Out. Why are you out? I'm in on that. You know, like what's what's why. You've got enough, you've got so many things that you have to learn that these teachers are trying to teach you and so that you don't fail all you, the testing. you can you take have. a day. You can skip a school day. What if you get sick next week? Now you've missed more <laughs> days than you should have. Out. All right. In or out on being a regular. I hope my kids like listen to this like if I'm dead. Like t- 10 they, years later. I mean, I hope I'm not dead in 10 years, Blake. <laughs> I'm not going to pull a jack, but you know what I mean? Yes. I sometimes think about that. I'm like, if I do die young. My kids are going to be listening to all this stuff and be like, our mom was so weird. <laughs> Absolutely. Like, they'll be like, you know what? I wish I got to know mom better. And you're going to be like, check it out. We've Just got, listen to we've this got as litanies us too. of podcasts. And they're going to be like, you know? We have literally hundreds of hours of yeah. your mother. My mom told me not to skip school. <laughs> all right. In or out on being a quote unquote regular. Um, I like being a regular. What kind of regular do you like being? At a diner. At a diner? Yeah. Okay. Bring me... Listen, people who've eaten with me, you know something about me. I drink so much water <laughs> and so much coffee. We we get so much water that I have to order a water for myself that I don't drink. Nope. I don't drink it myself. Nope. I don't want it. <laughs> I get a cup of water just for Mary so she can drink the water. And then the, the the guy the guy the waiter's like, dude, can I just give you a pitcher? Yeah, I, I often ask like if they give us like little four ounce cups, I generally say, could you please give give us a carafe? <laughs> because this is not how we, I roll. So yes, I like to be a regular because when I go to places and they know who I am, they just bring me two glasses of water right away or the pitcher. What if you were a regular at a coffee shop? Would that be good with you? Yes, because once again, I would. I, you know how quickly I drink coffee. Sure. Same thing. Like I'm not your regular that when they're walking around with the little pot. Oh, do you want to freshen up? They know. It's they five just, five yes, minutes have passed by. Let's go. Mary gulped that down four minutes ago. <laughs> what if you're a regular at a bar? If I, uh, yeah. You're in on that. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Wow. Well, I, I feel I, like the guy at the Dorrance. I. What do you mean? The guy at the Dorrance. Yeah. I feel like he like because the one that I like judged oh, his, his whiskey okay. drink and right. he likes you know. Yeah, that guy needs to calm down. He's fine. He's got kids. He's nice. He's wicked nice. He Don't needs, worry. He needs to calm. Oh my down. gosh, he's fine. All right, in or out on poetry. Uh in. Uh you want to know why? Why? Because I get it. 
on some weird, weird level stuff. I did really poorly in English. I always used to fight with the teacher. I was like, how do you know that they meant all this like deep stuff? And I brought that point up while we were reading Lord of the Flies. Oh, not great. And I was like, why could it just be about boys on an island? Not why, great, Bob. Why do you have to be so political? And they were like, because the author said that, Mary. And I'm like, gosh, this you were like, stinks. yeah, you were reading Animal Farm, and they were, yeah. And you're like, it's just about pigs, okay? Yeah, I, pigs can walk. No, I was. They were like, yeah, no. And yet, with poetry, I'm all about that. You want me to riff on some haiku? I got you. I'm kind of out on poetry. I love. I. You know what? What? You want to know what I took? What? A poetry of music class. Of course you did. An honors poetry of music class. (laughs) You dork. Oh my gosh, it was two and a half hours long. I would go and get a smoothie and then I'd chill out and we'd listen to records and we'd write the lyrics down and riff on it. Oh, you're such a dork. You're welcome. Oh my God. All right. uh, In or out. I know this answer already, but I'm going to say it anyway. In or out. Christmas lights outside of Christmas. All the time. No, 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 no. I'm in on hipster lights. I can do hipster lights. Okay. You know, the big bulbs. Yes. I can't I cannot do Christmas lights outside of Christmas. Okay. It's like too twinkly, it's too little. I gotta have a purpose. Once again, good thing we didn't date in college. <laughs> All right. In or out on store bought pie. In. In on eating it or in on bringing it? Both. why would you prefer the store bought pie as opposed to the one that you make? Because ain't nobody got time for that. And you know what? BJ's pumpkin pie, BJ's or Sam's Club, you know that they're the same thing. Their pumpkin pie is the best pumpkin pie I've ever had in my entire life. And that <laughs> thing is $4. I like the pecan pie, too. It cost me more to buy a tin, like a little aluminum tin, because yep, you know sure. if I leave the pie plate, I'm going to forget it, and then I've lost the Pyrex. So you got to buy the aluminum tin. you got to get the crust, either the pre-made crust that's already in the tin, or you got to buy the little dough thing. you got to buy the evaporated milk and the pumpkin pie. And if you ran out of pumpkin pie spice, you got that, you got your eggs. <laughs> cost me like 12 bucks. It, you, sometimes it burns in the middle. Nope, buying Don't want it. That. Nope. Four bucks. I'm kind of I'm kind of surprised that Malik's mom got the store-bought pie. I I would have pegged her as a as a homemade pie person. Okay, let's break it on down now. What is Malik's mom doing all day? I don't know. Exactly. She's working. Oh, okay. And then she's taking care of a baby. That's true. She does not have time. And she's taking care of a teenager who was just in trouble for skipping school. She doesn't have time to bake a flipping pie. Notice how she was like picking at the sticker on the way there? Yeah. Yeah, she was like, you could tell like she was nervous. Like, it was, that was just one of those cool, subtle moments. Because she didn't want Beth from the rich house to know that she bought this $4 BJ. But she didn't, she didn't take it off. She was just picking at it. I think she was trying to take off the price tag. Okay. All right. Oh, by the way. That's I, how I took it, that she was embarrassed that yep. she bought a cheap pie. Yep. Rather than going to like a bake, a bougie bakery. Got it. Got it. Okay. Um, quick aside. Are you yeah. a are you a pecan person or a pecan person? I don't. Need, I don't really do either. No, no. Like, how how do you say it? How do you say? It? Are you do you say pecan or pecan? Pecan. I, I feel like I'm a pecan person. I think. I. I don't know. I'm not sure yet. Uh, in or out on tattoos. In. I'm in on tattoos too. I'm out on myself. You're out on yourself having yep. a tattoo. You yep. don't want a tattoo at all. Um. I. You know me. I'm afraid of needles. <laughs> I'd like to have a tattoo. I just don't know what the hell to put on me. You would have the goofiest one. I absolutely would, would have like the goofiest one. It would go wrong. One. Like the tattoo artist would sneeze. You would work so hard. It'd be like hard. a meow. You yeah. know? It'd be like the line down my arm or That'd something. Be you, Blake. And like I, I didn't know where I would put it. Like where would I put it? 
What do you mean, where would you put it? Wait, would I put it on my shoulder? Do I put it on my chest? Like, what do I do? How, how do you even decide that? I, I don't know. It's I don't too much pressure. Tattoos. Too much pressure. What happens if the guy screws up? Then you're screwed. <laughs> you just, you got a screwed up tattoo on oh you. All right, gosh, in or out on family wait. style dinner? In. I'm out. I'm out. I don't want people touching the food. We do family style dinners like all the time. I'm out. Put it on. Put it on the counter. I'll go get it. Don't I don't want people passing around. What if Auntie, you know, Josephine sneezes on it? No, 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 no. I don't want it. Nope, nope. Too many things can happen. Okay. Too many things. All right. Uh, in or out on just, the word. You're very intense right now, Blake. In or out on the word bougie. I just said bougie. That, but just because you said it doesn't mean you're in on it. I'm in on the word bougie. I'm out. <laughs> I'm out. Okay. What other word would you use <laughs> to describe it? Uh, high class. Because the the word bougie. It means that like someone is like middle class trying to be high class. It comes it actually derives from the term bourgeoisie. I see it as like a condescending version, like where yeah, someone's class, trying to be high class. Hi, but high class sounds like oh fancy, like in a good way. Bougie sounds like you're putting it down. High class doesn't sound like you're putting it down. But yeah, maybe maybe you're right. Okay, that's it. Got a hot take? <laughs> Got a hot take? No, I do. These right. episodes are getting too long for my liking, Blake. We got such great feedback from the last episode. People were all about Friends, it. weigh in. Friends who like the 30-minute closer, 30-40 minute closer versions, weigh in. Because uh, Blake loves us to keep on chatting. I like an hour long. I think an hour long is reasonable. I'm someone who's like... If this is a flipping hour, I'm putting it on 2.0 speed. And you know what happens to me on 2.0 speed? I sound like this. I sound crazy. I sound crazy. You ever listen to us on half speed? Yeah. Sounds that's... like we're Hammett. Oh, half. Half. Yeah. Half speed where we're like, we've been One of our listeners asked us to do that. They pointed that out. That we, sound... <laughs> we do. I'm, I'm going to have to do that one day. I'm like... a one point half, 1.5 kind of podcast listener. No. Me? Are you really? Yes. Oh, that's, that's a travesty. I'm out on one and a half speed. Oh, I'm huge one and a half. I'm frequently one and a half when it comes to books. Oh, no. Nope. Sometimes it's difficult, so I need to do 1.25. But oh, yeah, I'm a one and a half speed. No, speeder. no, no, I can't do that. You want to know why? People put too much. I actually had this conversation with a fellow podcaster the other day. Netflix is now offering the option to like speed up the rate of play give it to me no god I'm all oh. about it oh my gosh binge no. even faster Please, no no even faster no 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 but, but listen blake no offense but like when it's a television show that they've put time and money right. and dedication into and right. those pauses are beautiful and you want them to see the lighting right we're just i'm if people want to go a little fast with us Go for it. Nope, I'm My a, I'm pauses out. are not explicitly written into my script to bring They meaning. bring the emotion of what you're trying to talk about. Okay. <laughs> we put a lot of time and effort into our, into our we intros. Do. We into, truly uh, into do. Into our drops and all the things. You had to hear that in real time. I, not I one agree. and a half speed. I agree. All right. So my, my hot take for the I night. I don't agree, actually. Why am I saying I agree? But sure. <laughs> By the way, if, if you want the full hour episodes, tell us. If you if you don't want the full hour episodes, you want like a half hour to forty minutes, tell us that too. We'll we'll, we'll do a vote in the group. This is us two group, okay? 
Sounds sure. great. Sound fair? Sure. Okay. All right. It's on Facebook if you guys aren't in it. This is us too. T O O. That's it's a great it's a great group. I'm not gonna lie. It is. All right. So my hot take. <laughs> uh I've been thinking about this whole Rebecca thing with her dad and why he's really not involved and why they get married at the uh, at City Hall. Mm-hmm. I think Rebecca catches her dad trying to break she and Jack up. I think she catches him doing something like he he tries to manufacture something where it looks like Jack does something bad. Oh no! And Rebecca finds out and says, "You know what, Dad? F you." Just like scram, like get the hell out of here. That's, I can't be with you anymore. But enough to like cut off ties for life. Well, not for life because you know, they, they still go to the Thanksgivings. Maybe her mother comes back and says, listen, she was just trying to do the right thing. She like convinces her, but she still has that, like that hatred, like that, that anger. And that's why they don't really like going there and, okay. and listening to the brother talk about all of his fancy stuff. And oh, the brother. So I got a, I got a feeling. That the dad tries to do something specific to break you Jack didn't pick and Rebecca. That up, did you? I did. No, I come on. I got you. Black, uh, yeah, black, black eyed peas. peas. I, got I got you. I was going to say the black keys, but no, no, not that you, don't, you don't think so. Uh, anything else that you want to say uh, about the episode? No. Um, th- that's it. That's it, man. I'm ready for the next one. I I just can't wait for Pilgrim Rick. If Pilgrim Rick does not make an appearance this season. And if Miguel's inflatables don't make an appearance this season, you know they're going to make it. it, it I don't know. You know they're going to make an appearance. They have to. Well, I don't know if the inflatables will. Well, of course they're going to make an appearance. They have to. It's he, Miguel. It's Miggy Stardust. Of course, he loves Christmas. I know. Do you think he's going to wear the hat? But they just moved. Do you think he's going to wear the hat? They might even live in a condo where he can't have inflatables. Oh my God! That that is travesty. That is that is yeah. Not will Miggy fun. wear the hat? Who wears the hat this year? Does Toby get to wear the hat ever? I mean, he's like married into the family, right? So Kevin's worn it, Randall's worn it, Miggy's worn it. When does Toby get to? Does Does Jack Junior. Little Jack Jack? <laughs> little Jack. Do you think he continues the the Thanksgiving tradition? Do you think what? he keeps? Do you think he keeps it going with the hat and all that stuff? Does Miggy act it out? Oh, I don't know. No, that would be. That'd be too weird. All right, why don't we uh, close this bad boy out? Okay. All right, ready? (laughs) I got you. Facebook is going to be like, this video uses illegal music. We're going to flag it. (laughs) Sorry. If I can find any excuse. I've I've watched them in concert multiple times. Really? Before Fergie, like, did her own solo thing. Before she peed her pants. And then she she just went (laughs) way bad. They put on a phenomenal concert back in their day, like in their heyday. I loved the Black Eyed Peas. So good. I'm kind of out on Will I Am. Like, as a solo act? As a solo act. And it's kind of ruined the Black Eyed Peas for me. Are you kidding me? Yeah. See, I feel like even though they've been able to do their solo stuff, that the the basic nature of the Black Eyed Peas Mm -hmm. still is intact. You know what kind of ruined Will I Am for me? What the movie, um, the the Wolverine episode uh, movie. What um what animated thing was he in? Was he in? Oh, Will I Am was yeah he was he, he in was in Rio. Rio yeah he was in Rio he played one of the little birds yeah man <laughs> love 
Yeah, no, Will I Am was in the the Wolverine origin story. Yeah, I stopped watching those movies a while ago because yeah. they got boring. They, the Wolverine one, the, that one was bad. Honey, a lot of them were bad. No, no, Logan was great. I used to dance to the song at orientation when, like, uh, when students would come to campus, and I'd be like, "I'm so excited! You're coming here in the fall. Here's where you're gonna go to school." Oh my gosh! Do you think? Do you think she peed her pants while singing this song? What are you talking about peeing her pants? She peed her pants on stage. Why? I don't know. You have to ask her. Well, listen, man. If you knew how many times I've peed my pants. I've seen how many times you peed your pants. No, you haven't. Well, I mean, since having children. No, you haven't seen it all. <laughs> Anyone else? Anyone else? We, we know you're out there. It's called incontinence plague. You're not cool if you don't pee your pants. I've had therapy for it. Probably <laughs> Fergie's had therapy for it. Oh, I'm certain she Guys, has. for anyone who's never had it done, it's the most intimate therapy I've ever had. Oh, Third base, man. Third base. <laughs> While someone's saying flex. <laughs> You're like, all right. Come on, bladder. Third <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, that happens. Because if, as if going through childbirth and breastfeeding wasn't enough. Oh, yep. man. Yep. That's, that's real life. Oh, you know what they don't, you know what they don't tell you in This Is Us? What's that? That you About, gotta go to third base. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bladder incontinence. Oh. D- diastis recti issues. <sighs> Ladies and gentlemen, this is why you listen to the entire episode of This Is Us Too. You're welcome. That is why you listen to it. Oh my gosh. Wait, hold on. Go back. This is my favorite part. <laughs> okay, hold on. No, go back. Hold on. Okay. Keep going. What? Let's live it up. Let's live it up. I got my Like, oh my God! Jump on the sofa! Come on! Let's kick it off! Fill up my cup! Drink! Mazel tov! Move it, move it! Move it. <laughs> Let's paint the town! Paint the town! We'll shut it down! Shut it down! Burn the roof! Woo! Yes, okay, we're good, oh, we're yeah. good. These people right. are like, we're They're so like, done with you. Alright, calm down with the black eyed piece. You know everybody's out there in their car, Let's or in the gym. Lime. They're in the gym rocking it out right now. You know I, it. I would hope so. All right. So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much to listening to Mary and Blake, and this is us too. If you want to get in t- contact with us, you can while Mary sings. <laughs> you can just go to maryandblake.com and uh, you can email us from there, or you can check us out on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, everything. We are there. Saturday, Saturday to Sunday. We 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 gonna rock. We gonna every day. But I need some more. Party every day. <laughs> so you can go there. You can do all that. You can email us at maryandblakemedia at gmail.com. And that is about it. Thank you for all the reviews. Thank you for engaging with us. And thank you for rocking out the Black Eyed Peas with us this week. And even David Bowie last week. Oh, my gosh. Oh, 
Mary and I were out at dinner. We heard David Bowie last night. Okay, these people want us to... You know what? By doing this, they're voting no to no, the hour no, long. No, no, no. They're, they're all in on it. All right. As for now, ladies and gentlemen... I'm Mary Larson. My name is Blake. And this is Us Too.